and welcome to Marriage is Simply, a podcast. I'm your host, Lee Brewer. And I'm your host, Emily Brewer. Today on Marriage is Simply, we talk about creating what you cannot buy. And after you listen to this podcast, head on over to marriageissimply.com to check out our weekly blog. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find all of our accounts under the same name, Marriage is Simply. In our last episode, we discussed deciding where to eat. Here are some of the responses you guys gave us from our Instagram stories. To the question, do you and your spouse have a difficult time choosing where to eat? 70% of you said yes. yes. (laughs) So we're not alone in that one. In our poll, Waffle House, Burger King, both or neither, 62% said Waffle House. (laughs) Only 13% they would definitely choose Burger King over Waffle House. And 25% of you said you would choose neither. 25% of our listeners are exactly right. When asked to fill in the blank, Taco Bell is, Becky from Georgia responded with cheap. That's right, sister. It may be cheap, but it's good. So good. When asked to fill in the blank, agreeing on where to eat with my spouse is blank. Katie from Mississippi responded, a success. Yay! (laughs) I guess when you do agree on where to go eat, it is considered a success. But Eric also admitted, not fun. It's not fun when you don't agree. But when you do agree, it's awesome. I think he's talking about the process of trying to agree. And yeah, that I get that completely. Yes, it's very stressful. So thanks for sharing your stories with us through our social media pages and for listening to the Marriage is Simply podcast. And now... On to today's topic, creating what you cannot buy. So Emily, why is this an important topic to discuss? Creating what you cannot buy is important because it's things versus a relationship. What is more important to you? All the things that you can achieve, that you can buy, or the time that you've spent with your family being intentional? And whenever you hear that sound, you'll know it's the word of the day. So, Emily, what is the word of the day? Intentional. Intentional is defined as something done on purpose. And if you count how many times we say that word during this podcast, Lee, what's the word? Intentional. And email us that number. You could win a Starbucks gift card to take your spouse on a coffee date. So I'm sure at this point you want to go back, start this podcast over, and count how many times we say the word. Intentional. Intentional. (laughs) So let's begin and let's talk about the things that our marriage needs but cannot buy. First, we can buy a house but not a home. What does that mean? We can have a house, a building, a structure, but it's what we put into it as as a relationship that makes it a home. Here's some ideas. First, movie nights. But listen, be careful of screen time sucking away from intentional quality time with each other. Maybe make a pallet on the floor or make a cozy spot on the couch where you can snuggle up close. It doesn't count if you're sitting across the room from each other. Making a home is about interaction and connection, not just proximity. That's right. It's it's not about just being in the same place. It's about connecting and having that time where you're doing it together. Even if it's watching a TV show. Emily and I love watching TV shows together. But we make sure to agree on the TV show. We enjoy the same TV show. That's important because sometimes Emily will watch something with me. It may not be her favorite show. And for the record, I have watched a Hallmark movie. 
Yes. <laughs> I admit it. I have watched the Hallmark movie during the Christmas season because she asked me to. And I was making sure to give her that time. All right. So let me ask you a question. What about when one of the people in the relationship, not pointing any fingers at you, falls asleep five minutes into the show? What is that? That's a finger pointed in my direction is what that is. Okay. Just, just check it. So make sure you try to stay awake during this time as well. That's important. Be intentional about staying awake. Okay. I may have fallen asleep a few you times. Feel you feel attacked. Yes, I feel attacked. All right. Okay. What's our next thing? It's only fair from our last podcast. Okay. So you could have movie nights, but be careful of that screen time pulling away that time. Another idea is to have meals around the table and do this. It's not every day, but occasionally you should have a meal around the table. And here's the kicker without phones or the TV. Oh my goodness. Listen, this doesn't have to be a big fancy meal that you spend hours making. It can be scrambled eggs. It can be cereal for dinner. Just take the time to sit down together, put the phones in another room, turn off your blaring loud TV, and have a conversation. Yeah, we also like puzzles and games, and that can be done around the table as well. So find games, find puzzles that you may enjoy, and do it together and have that time that doesn't have a phone in your face or the TV is on, but it's just that intentional time where you spend doing something together so you can talk and just share the moment. We love game night. Sometimes it's just the two of us. Sometimes we'll include our family or we'll have another couple over. It's a lot of fun. Just be careful not to get too competitive and mean. Yeah, if you're an Enneagram 3 like myself, you like to win. And if you're a 2, you just like being together. It works. We're together. I win. And therefore... We're happy. (laughs) Mostly. (laughs) So we believe the key to making your house a home is that your home really is a safe space to be for both people in the relationship, physically and also emotionally. Your house needs to be a place to live, but also it needs to be a place where you can thrive and grow as an individual and as a couple. You must be intentional about this. Otherwise, you simply become roommates. We'll actually dive deeper into that idea on our next episode. So we can buy a house, but not a home. We have to create that. And we can also buy a watch, but we cannot buy time. Time is your most precious asset. You need to treat it that way. Do you have a family member or a friend that you wish you could go back and have one more conversation with, or you could go back and spend a little more time with? Do you miss someone and wish you could have some of that time back? That's what we're talking about here. You know, there are a lot of country songs that are built on that idea. Five more minutes. You're going to miss this. One more day with you. One more day with you. Well, they they tug at our heartstrings because it's true. (laughs) Or even think about at the end of the weekend, when you look back over the time that you spent in your home, you think about what you did and you're like, oh, you know, I didn't spend enough time with my spouse. I didn't do this. Those are always That's an awful way to feel. And I remember many vacations when we wish we could have spent one more day just walking the beach together or sitting on our balcony looking at a sunset or some of those kind of great memories that we could just have a little more time, but we know we can't go back and have more time. So we try to cherish those moments when we do. And that's a great thing about marriage is you can start over every single day. You don't know when that quality time is going to happen. So you've got to be intentional about creating quantity time with your spouse. Now, what does that mean? That means create time together and you guys will naturally 
make those big memories, make that quality time. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, work. Balancing your work time with your marriage time, your spouse time. Yeah, this is this is important because we have to work. We have to make some money so we can afford the bills, the rent, the mortgage, whatever it may be for you. But we have to figure out how to balance life and work, relationship and the duties that come with having things. Because we all want things. We all want a, a nicer place to live and a nicer car to drive and a nicer vacation to take. So that takes money. But we can't get caught up in those things. So what we need to do is we need to evaluate what does our work look like in relation to the time spent with our spouse. This is something that's hard for me. And I think hard for a lot of us now that many of us are working from home right now is my job is not an eight to five boom, you're done type job. So what I try to do is some power hours where I spend an hour of allotted time just doing work so I can knock things out and have more intentional time to spend with my spouse. And so when you think about work and you think about the time that you spend with your spouse versus the time you spend with work, you need to evaluate that regularly. I would I would do that weekly, every other week maybe, and even talk to your spouse about that time. Say, do, do we spend enough time together? How much time do we need to spend together versus what we're doing now? You need to do this not only with work, but with hobbies and anything else that takes you away from each other. And you need to be intentional in asking your spouse, how are we doing with our time? That's a hard question. You may not want to hear it. And you may not even realize that your spouse is feeling neglected because you're putting a lot of time into hobbies or work. This is an important conversation to have because you don't want to build up bitterness and resentment. And you can't get that time back. We can also buy a house, but not a home. And we can buy a watch, but not time. And the third is we can buy a bed, but not intimacy. So we have a blog on our website titled Sharing the Bed that takes a fun look at the struggles of sleeping in the same space as another human or bear as it might feel sometimes. Check it out for a really good laugh and see which type of sleeper your spouse is. Yeah. Do you sleep with a flopper? Yes, I do. A covers thief? Uh-huh. I do. The midnight logger? Uh-huh. Uh, wait a second. Are you saying yes to all of these? Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, if you want to see the full list of the categories of sleep types, Go to our website, click on the blog, check out Sharing the Bed. It was a fun blog. We talked about it. We're still laughing (laughs) weeks, weeks later uh, from that one blog. So go back, reminisce a little bit, and then make fun of your spouse for it. I know (laughs) mine does, clearly. (laughs) He he wrote that blog with himself in mind. (laughs) Intimacy. Mm. Intimacy is not just sex. That's right. It's connecting. It's being intentional to focus on what your spouse needs emotionally and physically. It's more than just sharing a bed. Intimacy creates comfort. It's a depth of conversation that is shared safely with vulnerability. So you're in each other's space proximity. But we've already talked about this is not just about a proximity issue. It's about a connecting issue. And intimacy is the same way. It is all about connecting. It's also about waking up and being glad you woke up next to that person. I recently read something that said one way to really increase intimacy in your marriage is to tell your spouse, wow, I cannot believe I get to wake up next to someone like you. There are too many marriages where the husband and the wife lay down next to each other, but there is no intimacy. Some marriages have the occasional rumble in the sheets, but it's more of fulfilling an itch than bonding and connecting. 
And even worse, some couples do the Lucy and Ricky thing where they have separate places to sleep. They don't sleep in the same room. Now, maybe medically there are reasons that you have to do this, but if you're just falling asleep on the couch in front of the TV every night and not coming up going to bed, that's a problem, guys. And I don't mean guys as in husbands. I mean guys as in everyone. That is a problem. You need to go to bed together. Some of our very best conversations at night where we really share our fears, share our day, it's right before we fall asleep in that vulnerable, special, sweet time that we have. And achieving intimacy is a product of, you guessed it, being intentional. So you can buy a house, but not a home. You can buy a watch, but not time. You can buy a bed, but not intimacy. And you can buy a camera, but not the memories. Do people buy cameras now? I guess if you want a high quality camera, that's true. You'd go buy a Nikon or a Canon. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> you never know when the quality time will happen, so you have to plan for the quantity of time. Intentional. <laughs> yes, you need to be intentional. Take the trip, make the memories. I hear so many people say, oh, we're just going to wait. We're going to wait to take the trip. We're going to do it later. Now is not the time. Remember what we said about time. It's your greatest asset. Treat it that way. Yes. It's great to take the trip and you should. You should find a trip that you can take with your spouse. But don't overlook the fun memories you can have at home or in your community. This takes being intentional to another level. In fact, we've done a few things here locally that we've talked about for years. We've taken ballroom dancing and salsa dancing lessons. We also did a pottery class where we got the ceramic fish tray and we painted it and they glazed it for us. We gave it to my mom. That's I really right. hope she still has that on display. I hope she has it up in her kitchen right now. That'd be wonderful. We need to ask her about that. We do. <laughs> well, I made it, so she probably kept it. I'm sure. It's as a treasure and souvenir. Hurt with her favorite child. That's right. I remember this. We went and played tennis together. <laughs> now, my wife, I love you so much, is a bit uncoordinated and definitely not the athlete. But she went, we played tennis. You know, we like to get out and be active. So we decided we're going to play tennis. And yet I'm the one that walked away with the injury. I will never forget. Somehow your feet slipped right out from under you and boom, you were flat on your back on the tennis court. I was. There was a slick spot right in the corner. I guess some grime after the latest rain was 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 there and it was mm -hmm. slick and I went for the ball and I got to that point and both feet came out from under me. It was like a cartoon. I went into the air, landed on my back, could not breathe. My lower back <laughs> was in so much pain. I mean, that's been years, years. And we still laugh about <laughs> that. Hunched over and we got home somehow because we had walked to the tennis court. Yes, it was which, our neighborhood. It was a little ways away. And I got home. The next day, my back was bruised. <laughs> It was, my, my whole lower back was bruised. And I know you guys are thinking that story took a long time, but we reminisce about some of these stories <laughs> to this day that happened right here near the house. So don't forget the memories that you can make don't have to be around the world on a special week in the summer when you go to the beach. It could be on a weekend right around the corner from your house. It's what you make it. You just weren't ready for these mad tennis skills. Maybe that's what it was. So what about you? How are you doing with creating a marriage that uses what you have to create what you really need? Where do you need to be more intentional? 
Send us an email with whatever connected with you today to lee at marriagesimply.com or emily at marriagesimply.com or on one of our social media pages. Also, don't forget to count the number of times we said the word intentional to win a Starbucks gift card. Reach out to us. Talk to us. We want to know. And since you said we want to know, that means it's time for us to go. We'll be back in two weeks with a new podcast titled Marriage is Simply Boosting Morale at Home. It's going to be a good one. Until next time, remember, marriage is simply something new every day. Now give me a kiss and let's put this podcast to bed. Bye.